0: In 1980, the Thornhill family spent a year living in the village of Kamakui in the country of Sierra Leone, West Africa. 40 years later, you now have the opportunity to re-experience our family adventure through the vast number of letters written during our time there. The letters and commentary are by the original authors, Joan and Harry Thornhill. Each episode is released 40 years to the day after a letter was written. Perhaps you will be inspired to travel and fully experience new cultural adventures in an effort to become a better world citizen. We now invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode of Culture Experienced. This is a conversation with Joan and Harry for the April 23rd letter that, Dad, you wrote home. And for the most part, this letter is you recounting your trip up north without the rest of the family you're really all alone on this part of the trip because you left the rest of us at the beach house because you thought you had to go to go back to school you talk about a comfort bus what's the difference between a comfort bus and a traditional lorry
1: a comfort bus is more like a public transportation bus in this country where there are seats And things of that nature where the lorries are really like a truck and you're in the back of the truck sitting on a wooden board. So they are more comfortable, but they also stop every village that you're going through. So, you know, it did take a very long time to go just about 100 miles, something like four hours, I think we said.
0: Was that comfort bus all the way up to Comiqui or just to McKinney? Just to McKinney, right. That's why we had to take the
1: lorry from McKinney up to Comiqui.
0: So it would be more like an equivalent of a Greyhound bus? Kind of thing. Okay. Not as nice. I have one question for you, honey. It was a comfort bus. Did it have a potty on it? And if you were on that for a long, long time, what did you do about having to relieve yourself?
1: I am not
0: remembering
1: a potty on this particular bus, but I do remember on other buses that we would have a peace stop. And the men would get on one side of the bus and the women would get on the other side of the bus. Outside? Outside, outside and we would do our business and then we would climb back in and the bus would proceed
0: which is why I never had to go to the bathroom when I was riding those or those vehicles men have a big advantage on this letter you talk a little bit about catching up on letters while we are still at the beach house and, and you're kind of on your own. Did you have any concerns about us not being around you or were you, you know, the kids and <laughs> wife are going to be just fine and I'm going to be fine. Just, again, kind of wing it. Well, I, I was perfectly comfortable
1: with you being at the beach house with mom. You had the better part of the deal. That you were at the beach house, at the ocean, you know, having a fabulous time. So that I was very comfortable with you being where you were. And your mother certainly was very competent in terms of taking care of you.
0: Well, again, this letter isn't super long, so we won't keep this long. The next letter will be on April 28th. So on to the letter.
1: Letter written April 23rd, 1981 to Mom Thornhill. Dear Mom, I have a way of sending this down to Freetown to be mailed from there, so I will get this off to you. Joan and the boys are still in Freetown until tomorrow, when they come back with Glenna Nixon. The new young doctor, Mark Ludicky, went down with Glenna, and he is staying at the Beach House in the room across the hall where Isla stayed. This is a good time for him to be there, as this is probably the only chance he will have to get to Freetown and the beach in the six weeks or so that he is here. Isla Shea and I came up in a public lorry on Monday. Ugh, it took us 12 hours to travel less than 200 miles. We got a comfort bus, and it started out in Freetown. It was not bad but they kept stopping and adding people all the way to McKenny. It took about four and a half hours to get the 115 miles to McKenney. I then got a lorry to Comiqui, but ended up riding around and sitting around in McKenney for about two and a half hours before it left for Comiqui. Isla went to her brother's house, so we picked her up on the way. Shortly after starting out, we had a flat tire. Later, another tire was getting soft, so the driver stopped on the way and had both tires fixed. It was about 9 p.m. before we got to Comiquet. School was to have started Tuesday, but was delayed because of the holiday, Republic Day. School started yesterday, but we only had about a half a day, as most of the students and the teachers were not there. Today does not look much better. I'm writing this fourth period, and it looks like most of the students have already left. I have conducted one class today, but combined two classes to do so. Next week, the students take exams for the last term, and two days of the week that follows will be another two weeks before we actually get started on classes for this term. The Form 5 students, the seniors, start taking their GCE, the national exams, at the end of May. So they will be here for three weeks for classes before they take the tests. I have 20 students signed up to take the geography test. If six pass, I'll be pleased, but I doubt if that many will. They simply do not come to class and do not take it very seriously. I have been eating my evening meals at the Ullams for the past couple of nights. I have not had Jan Marie cook where it is just me here. Actually, the way the things worked out, I could have stayed in Freetown. Neither the principal nor the vice principal are here. I have been trying to catch up on some of our writing while Joan is away, and have managed to get quite a few letters written. Bill Wiesner is going to Freetown this afternoon, so I'll send this with him. I was surprised to hear about Sylvia Levine. I wrote the family a short note. Linda was in Israel before, so maybe she is there again. We received two or three letters from you while we were in Freetown. Isla brought them down. However, they are still there, so I can't remember if you asked any questions that I should answer. It sounds as if the plays in Greenport have gotten quite good. Billy and Katie Crow were in Fiddler on the Roof in Scotia a couple of years ago, and that was good also. How was Frank's party? I'm sure he must have appreciated the card. Guess that's about all the news. I can't think of anything else that's new. Do take care of yourself. Love, Mark Kyle Ross, Joni and Harold. P.S., Your birthday card to Mark came and also your card for Ross, but we
0: have not given it to him yet and are holding it for his birthday. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Culture Experienced. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss new episodes. Join us at cultureexperienced.com for our blog and follow and like us on Facebook. We would love to hear from you, so please drop us a note at info at cultureexperienced.com. Thank you for listening.